I don't know what a weird thing you would put in a, in a fridge offhand. Look, man, I put pop tarts in the fridge, and no one can tell me that's wrong. I prefer my my pop tarts room temp, though. Sometimes I'll put them in the freezer if I kind of want like a like a chili chili pop tart. Uh, I never toast my pop tarts. However, I never put them in the toaster. Me either. That's that's weird. Anybody who actually wants to cook a pop tart is fucking weird. Give me that salmonella potential. It's you. You eat the strawberry ones at room temp. Ew. Straw. Uh, get, get the fuck out of here. Strawberry. The strawberry. They're a classic flavor. Uh, strawberry is not a classic. You know what is a classic? Blueberry. But that's also the wrong one. You should be eating. You're talking about wildberry. Wildberry is the best one. That's what I was getting to. But blueberry is classic because it's close to wildberry in color. How can wildberry be a classic if it, if, we, if it was one of the mystery flavors? No, 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 no. So it's not an original flavor. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying is blueberry is classic, but is still the wrong one. You should be eating. Right. Wildberry is the only one anyone should consume. But what about s'more? What? Who the fuck eats s'mores? <laughs> oh, that's like my favorite Pop-Tart flavor is s'more Pop-Tart. <laughs> You're fucking insane. Dude, they're amazing. That's like someone who gets brown sugar Pop-Tarts. Brown sugar Pop-Tarts are when you only get them out of vending machines. And that's the only time you should be buying brown sugar Pop-Tarts. I buy exclusively machine. brown sugar uh, when blue uh, when either blueberry and or wildberry is unavailable, which wildberry is so difficult to find. Anyways, welcome to Sailing Boat podcast where we are setting... sailing all blue the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of one piece my name is Xander, and here with me is number one yakuza zuno fan matt ahoy ahoy no <laughs> what do you mean no you're you're number one yoko zuno fan no <laughs> you talk about him so much i will get to him <laughs> and then we'll be done with him We'll get we'll get to him. I forgot they returned, and then they did. Like, oh fuck! Was, <laughs> so was good. So happy that he wasn't there. Best character reveal. Best new straw hat. No, <laughs> no. We we. So we're we're doing chapters three sixty eight to three seventy four, and we're gonna recap them badly, and then we're gonna talk a bit about how this is the end of Water Seven, Woo! the arc, not the saga, because uh, as you've you've said that. You consider this to be the end of the Water 7 arc, and next is the Ein's Lobby arc. Yes, which is the whole Water 7 saga, which this is all Water 7. It really doesn't feel like a like a disconnect, but according to Oda and the wiki, this is the end of the Water 7 arc, which we are leaving the city, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I've had some friends say like they consider it to be when they get on the train to be the end of the arc of water seven like everything after that signs lobby but like it really is all one thing um i had actually a bit of a scare i was talking to a friend about like going through water seven liking it and i said you know i'm done with water seven and he thought i meant the saga and luckily we avoided anything <laughs> beyond that because like 
we started talking about Lucci and then I clarified I'm only we're only still on the train. He's like, oh, I thought you meant the whole saga. So <laughs> we avoided anything. But that's very it, good. It really just all is one thing. Yeah, no, it's it's like just one thing in at least in my mind and in most people who I talk to when you talk about Water 7, you're pretty much just talking about Ein's Lobby for the most part. Uh, but like the Water 7 arc in of itself is just the prelude to to the arc. It's just a preview of the remix. Exactly. Are you excited that um, the Sniper King song that I sent you is not only just a thing in the anime, but like a real song in universe? Yeah, we start off uh, chapter 368 with Soge King's theme song playing. <laughs> Just so Where good. is it playing from? Who knows? I feel like Usopp sings it. No, it's he because he's talking while it's playing. It's just in the it's just words in the air behind him. It's like an aura that follows him. <laughs> That's true. He's <laughs> just an aura. It's just pr- always present. They are they are a Soge King. So who knows what kind of powers they have? Yeah, they come from Sniper Island. I mean, he can. uh what is it he can uh he can hit his target 100 percent of the time uh strike a rat's eye oh he can target your heart so king stole my heart after they pierced it Ugh. like cupid <laughs> like cupid. Uh, so uh sanji and frankie like wave him over and he's like don't you want to know who i am and then they just like ignore him uh <laughs> while like they strategize and then back on the rocket, uh, Nami changes in front of everyone into an outfit that cannot be legally described as clothing or battle practical. Dude, just like in Final Fantasy, uh, this is the battle skirt that you get as a level one uh, cat person. I'm, I'm like this. It kind of looks almost like almost like a mid-level D&D character. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's she. Yeah, she she's definitely like anime jrpg uh girl character uh and she reveals that her climate baton was worked on by usopp before he left enhanced with dials <laughs> there's their gloom faces both nami and uh luffy when they're like being like yeah it's the perfected climate baton now with dials we got the dials skypeo was important matt you can't you can't tell me otherwise anymore i mean but their their gloom faces are just priceless <laughs> and they're like oh it was his final yeah work. they're all gloomy because they're <laughs> like yeah it was the last thing he did but yeah no now now the climate baton gets to make sense <laughs> now it makes sense if, if the whole point of skypeo was to make the climate baton less bullshit success still not uh <laughs> still not worth still um, not wor- you're still wrong not worth. you're wrong in everything because not only do we get the climate baton, but we learn in L. We learn of their existence. They go to the endless forest. That's so cool. Yeah, he'll he'll show up later. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, he'll um, come back. Yeah. Anyway, uh, CP9 at the front receive a report. Intruders are on the train. Lucy can't help but repeat that exposition <laughs> over Corgi's report. And I also have the need to point out that the bird has one of the pimp jackets now. Of course, they they they're they're just Lucci, but bird. 
They got a match. Luchi not shutting up continues to be a thing. It continues to be my favorite thing <laughs> about his character that he just won't shut up. Just always talking, always exposition. <laughs> and I mentioned it to a few people. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, go back, go back and really look at how much Luchi talks. He talks so goddamn much. And a lot of it doesn't need to be said. <laughs> yeah, it says he talks over people. It's like Corgi gives his report and then he has to say it so that he's the one who said it. <laughs> It's so good. I I never noticed until you pointed it out. I'm like, fuck, I can't unsee it. This makes this just makes him so much better. It, it really does make him the true villain because he's that guy who talks over everyone. And that's the villain we all hate. <laughs> so as they speak, uh, Captain T-Bone and his men have been lured to the back car only for Soge King to cut it loose, which is eh, a problem for Luffy and the others to deal with when they hit it on the tracks. Yeah, that's that's for that's future them's concern. So uh, uh, Frankie just like tanks the bullets from the remaining government agents and reveals that uh, his front is cyborg. So it's, you know, invincible, but his he he couldn't reach his back. So his back is is vulnerable. And this this is a mystery tool we'll use later. <laughs> his Achilles back in a sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see his Achilles heels later. Hey, <laughs> that was real bad. So next car, we have the cooking car. With Mad Wands, a chef from CP7. He is such a good chef that he can eat flour and extrude ramen from his nose. And it's explained because he has a net of nose hairs in his nose. Ew. Amazing. Beautiful. Uh, Oda, you you can do no wrong except this. This is wrong. That's so fucking gross. Like, what's weird is even Sanji rejects the food and he's like, we need to pass through. And like, too bad, gotta beat me to pass. <laughs> so we we once again get an explanation of like the whole train situation from a random agent to Califa, because I guess it's been, you know, three, three or four chapters since we've done that again. So as a reminder, w- uh, car one has Robin, car two has CP9, car three has the new CP9 member Nero, and car four has wands from CP7. Lucci, upset someone else is giving exposition, responds with this speech that sounds like a high schooler trying to like hit the word count on like a speech about how futile the intruders actions are <laughs> like he just, he goes on for like a page of just like they will never get here their actions are futile like, okay i get it someone else gave exposition calm down <laughs> yeah it's like does anyone need to go to car one to guard robbie's like nah they'll never be able to retake her so uh back in car four wands continues to be a troll just like being all weird and gross. So uh, Sanji, after telling Soge King to stop falling for like Wands' antics, because he's like, like he's like copying like Soge King, like, you know, stop copying me, stop copying me type of thing. He gets upset that Wands is like bringing shame to the profession of cooks. And he tells the others to go ahead uh, for for whatever reason. This kitchen has bags of iron alloy flour. So now when Juan Juan's can extrude ramen from his nose as a beam of iron ramen, like needles of ramen. Ooh, so cool. So gross. We're just going to go with it. Like, how does this not like make his nose bleed? It's the his hairs are really good. Who is who is like just putting iron into flour? Like, is it like enriched flour? Like, I'm not sure that's how you do it. Yeah. Sanji's kicks like distract him long enough. For Soge King and Frankie to get ahead. 
And Juan is like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, even though he was like, he'll never get past me. It's like, ah, it doesn't matter. Nero's the next car. And oh boy, that Nero, he just loves killing. He just loves doing the murder. Yep. Oh boy, he's going to go do a murder oh again. Oh boy, he, he's not like a weird reject from Syrup Village. Not at all. Thank you, because I have that in my notes. <laughs> he's straight up looks like the Meow, like the third, like the third missing Meowman brother. Yeah, I, I have him as definitely like he is definitely a reject for Captain Guru's crew. <laughs> yeah. So like Saji doesn't care. He the, the kicks will just continue. At this point, we're obliged to mention that Juan says rollerblades on, except that these are actually air gears that let him zoom around the car and up walls. And like do his own like flaming kicks. So cool. I guess like that's just like a chef thing is to kick is to do like big kicks. Uh, I do also because we kind of skipped over it earlier. um, Mm -hmm. Nami, while we're talking about shoes, Nami is also in combat heels. Of course, battle heels. So anyway, uh, Sanji, he's better at kicking. He gets like a dozen kicks in. So it's time for Wan's ultimate ramen kung fu technique. A mech suit made of iron ramen. (laughs) And like, I feel like we've seen this before with Mr. Three. Yeah, yeah. This this feels less like a mech transformation and more of just like a I don't want to say like a Power Rangers transformation where they get like their suit. It's it's a power armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's more of a power armor than like Mister Three's thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. But he made it out of his nose snot. So much of it. Holy shit. So gross. Also, is this like another like Miss Wednesday? Like they're just really good at like shooting flour out their nose? Or is this like a devil fruit power? No, this is this has definitely been explained as just he is a good chef. <laughs> a fucking gnarly one. He's just that good of a chef. And that he somehow gets all of this ramen. And like the way the suit is, is like it's kind of like a barrel chest. Um, with his like normal head sticking out. And then he has big noodly arms and legs that are super long and stretchy. <laughs> he can't use his air gears anymore. Yeah, can't use it, but he doesn't need to. He has I he has iron as hard as iron noodles, but they're still flexible somehow. Uh they're weaved. Bacon weave the iron dream. Anyway, on top of the <laughs> next car, uh Frankie gets stopped by Nero, the sea weasel. Uh, he has a black cowboy hat and whiskers. Uh, yeah, and he he looks like a rejected Captain Kuro design. <laughs> he really does. And yeah, he he talks about himself in the third person. Uh, also kind of like a Captain kuro thing. And he introduces himself as a four power master. So he's missing two of the powers that the other full CP9 members have. One of those, both of those powers are very important ones he's missing. <laughs> so uh, while he monologues doing his best like Lucci impression, uh, Frankie just punches him in the face. Nero thinks this is dirty, but Frankie's like, I'm a I'm a bad guy. Come on. And meanwhile, in car one outside Robin's window appears. Soga King. Soga King. So uh, Robin asks why Mr. Longnose is here. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Soga King. Uh, he tells Robin about Sanji and Luffy and the others coming to rescue her. And Robin's just like exasperated, like she's not going back to the Straw Hats. He's like, yeah, no, Iceberg cleared it up. The Straw Hats aren't so weak. You need to worry about them. And uh, like Robin's like yelling at him and like Corgi knocks at the door. He's like, what's he yelling about? So uh, Robin hides Soge King behind her, like pretending his arms are hers, <laughs> which is kind of ironic. Yeah. And like the, the arms are doing weird things. And Corgi's just like, I guess, like attributing it to her devil fruit. So anyway, back at car four, uh, Sanji's getting tangled up in Wanza's noodles. 
he's getting tossed around the kitchen car and like he tries to go for the exposed head but Wands has the ramen beam which kind of cuts up Sanji a bit so you know Wands tries to go in like this big wave of ramen but Sanji cuts up the ramen with knives <gasps> and serves it on a plate in battle it's his policy to not use hands or cooking knives but this is a kitchen and the weapon is food so he's legally allowed to do this <laughs> it's it's now legal you've unlocked his true potential <laughs> it's like uh it's like when the, when the professor doesn't show up after 10 minutes like legally allowed to leave it's like we're in a kitchen and you're using food i'm legally allowed to bring, bring out knives <laughs> So uh, Knife Sanji begins cutting up like every attack Wands throws and like he's slowly but surely like cutting down the mech suit. We, we have Frankie versus Nero continuing where Nero is like using he's using shave to, like, you know, flash step around paper art to dodge. He tries to tempest quick uh, Frankie's chest, but it's just too tough. Like he doesn't do anything. Frankie tries to like flamethrower Nero, but he moonwalks off the train in the back. So like he's got all of the movement and like feet techniques going on so the two he's missing are iron body and finger pistol which are like the more like upper body strength ones yeah the ones that could uh probably help him beat frankie <laughs> yeah you know because he needs iron body to not get destroyed you know to not immediately gla- get glass cannon down and he needs the finger pistol to actually get through the chest because i guess finger pistol is stronger than tempest kick i don't know i feel like they should be equivalent but uh, he does later on, like bemoan not having finger pistol to end this. Anyway, we get a we get a message. Puffing Tom will arrive at Ein's lobby in twenty minutes, and you know Namek will explode in five. <laughs> so we actually get go to Luffy and Co. And they're coming up on the disconnected car six, and like Luffy launches ahead to see what's inside, and all the Marines inside fire at him it's like while all the bullets are bouncing back he's like signaling back to the rest of the train like guys aren't here nah this ain't the car so he he launches back and gives the command to Zola to like cut the car so he cuts the car in half like it, it falls to either side of the track of the trains so like they're all like they're all floating on either side of the track and like everywhere everyone else on the train is like we can't believe that Zolo actually did that like we you gave the order but we couldn't believe it and it's like it, it's Zolo, and they're like, "How is this guy not the captain? Like, what does that mean about Luffy?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, what is what if this is just like one of the crew? Like, this is not the captain. How how strong is Luffy? And a little did they know, Luffy does Luffy kind of strong. He just uh, happens to be just you know immune to lightning, so he wins. Yeah, he's just immune to lightning. Yeah. Anyway, up ahead they see a sliced Neptunian, and Zolo's worried because he's like, I-, "I wasn't the one who cut that." And they see running up ahead on the tracks is Captain T-Bone desperately trying to make it back to Puffing Tom to capture the criminals. This dude is trying to outrun a train. <laughs> One of Frankie's minions recognizes him as Ship Slasher T-Bone from you know Marine headquarters. And Luffy tells everyone, you know, leave it to Zolo. I mean, after all, the, he has a sword. Zolo has swords. That's just how it works. Find the guy with the sword. Put Zolo at him. So uh, T-Bone turns to fight these new pirates. Uh, Zolo's swords are stronger. He predicts T-Bone's attacks, which is important. And again, lesson we learned from Alabasta, he's able to cut T-Bone's blade. And then, you know, T-Bone goes flying in the water and there goes the straw hat murder count up again. Let's go. 
Uh, <laughs> I I really wish actually I'd been keeping track of the murder count. Uh, it's it's getting up there. It's at least two. It's getting pretty high. What who are, who are our big murders? I mean, la- back in Skypea, we had Yama. Yama got thrown off the cliff. Satori was just kind of left for dead. I mean, all the other vassals like get away. So like, I f- I feel like Satori got away. They were able to report that he uh, got hurt to like his triplets. I feel they got him off the island. This is Satori. Satori is fine, but Yama definitely dead. Yama dead as fuck. <laughs> Yama Yama gone. Yeah, Robin threw them off of off off the island. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I feel like there's some other there's some more deaths. Uh, Rob also mainly Robin caused like all the Marines <laughs> that she. Pels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Marines that she just snaps their necks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I wish I'd been keeping track of the actual like murder count. Well, guess you got to go back, start reading again from chapter one and start that tally. Oh, yep. Guess got to do that. I can probably just control F the notes for murder count. But you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Frankie and Nero, that fight seems to be going nowhere. Uh, Frankie's trying to outpredict Nero's movements, but then Nero then outpredicts him further and is able to get guns on his back. And he has to use real guns because he doesn't know how to finger pistol. Uh, and, you know, it hurts. So now that he knows he has the weak side, it's a real problem. So uh, Frankie has the ultimate solution. He just lies down on his back (laughs) and now his weak point is gone. So uh, they're at an impasse and so they're just shit talking each other. And then Frankie's like, yeah, and I I have a real powerful attack. And Nero's like, oh, you do? (laughs) So Frankie stands up and he mutates into a Frankie centaur. I love it. His legs unzip. Revealing a second set of legs that snap out in front and like they run forward and they joke. Cause it's like he's like a backward centaur where like it extends out in front of him. It's so good. <laughs> it's my favorite transformation of Frankie's centaur Frankie. We 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 leave it that at a cliffhanger to go back to car four where where Sanji has thoroughly cut up the raw mech and wants is afraid that Sanji's going to cut him with the knives Sanji throws them back into the, the knife holster on the counter. He's like, silly man, kitchen knives aren't swords. You don't cut people <laughs> up with kitchen knives. And then mid that explanation, Wands, showing how much of a shit chef he is, tries to then grab and throw the bunch of those knives at Sanji. Mid explanation, like a dick. He gets rewarded with a kick to the face. Sanji keeps face stomping him until his face is rearranged. Which actually makes him look more attractive. But Wands is upset about this because now he's no longer unique. He's no longer unique. He's now a shoujo character. No. No sparkly eyes at all. I love it, though. So anyway, Sanji's like, you have three sins. One, you called yourself a cook in front of Sanji. Which I feel like this whole, like, you're not a real chef thing is kind of almost a jealousy thing from Sanji. Like, Sanji goes out to basically like anytime he encounters a chef is like you're not a real chef you're not a real chef like why are you so insecure bro there can be more chefs in the world um fun fact did i tell you this about uh who sanji was inspired by like what oda said their um inspiration for sanji was i think we said it a long time ago but go ahead and re- repeat it uh steve Fushimi from reservoir dogs okay <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway uh sin number two it's <laughs> sin number two sin number two he wasted food which again sanji was the first one to refuse the ramen which does go against his whole wasting food thing so i'm gonna call hypocrisy on that one too i, I mean uh did they cook the ramen in their nose or was it just you know raw snot dough food is food man 
You don't waste food. True. Uh, and then the third sin, which is fair, is he insulted a crewmate. So Wands pulls out his secret attack, which is just a giant poisoned pasta cutter. And it it looks like Zangetsu from Bleach. It, he just pulled out Ichigo's sword. <laughs> they have the Naruto swirls. They have a headband. Then they pull out Ichigo's sword. <laughs> I'd be obsessed with Robin also. Nar- yeah. They, Wands is just making fun of the other two big shonens at the time. Because, I mean, this is like 2004. Like, this is... Uh, shown it the those are the big three right now. Yeah, those are the big three. So anyway, uh, Wands decides to start insulting Robin specifically, and you idiots were fooled by a terrible woman. And again, you know, insulting crewmates. Sanji does the the his trademark dark glare with the cigarette smoke, just <sighs> and kicks him through the door so hard he passes through car three into car two. With all the CP9 members. <laughs> and Lucci explains it all, right? Lucci will explain. <laughs> Lucci will explain. Don't worry. Like Clarissa, Lucci will explain it all. Back on top of car three, uh, we see Frankie's backward centaur thing lets him like mount Nero in a full limb lock. But Frankie has two arms free to pound him. So he pounds him so hard that they punch through the top of the train car down into car three between Sanji and the CP9 members. And his cowboy hat comes off, and we get to see that he's bald, which is, I guess, a character flaw. I don't know. Maybe because they only have, like, whiskers for facial hair, uh, and they can't grow, you know, top facial hair. They feel really insecure. Or maybe it's like the, you know, Josuke Josar hat hair. Their hat is their hair. No, no, no. It, he, it, the hat comes off. It's, I think it just goes into the whole, like, he's always overcompensating for things. That's why he's all like, murder. Murder. Probably. I agree. So, yeah. Uh, Frankie gets up, retracts his legs, and him and Sanji have this brief, like, you get your guy? Yeah, I got my guy. You got your guy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> moment before they look at the CP9 guys. And Sanji's like, those guys who took Robin. And Frankie's like, yeah, they have some weird martial arts techniques. So, uh, watch out. So uh, Lucci asks about Nero. Kaku IDs him as the new CP9 member that Corey was Corgi was talking about, you know, a four power guy. Nero uh, apologizes to his senpais for not introducing himself sooner because, you know, they spent like almost an hour on the train, just like a car away from each other, not introduced. Uh, and he's just like, hang on, I'm going to go kill those guys. And Lucci says, we're taking Frankie alive. You know what? Never mind. You have three seconds run mm-hmm. and Lucci starts counting and Nero goes, wait, what? And then Lucci goes one run and Nero tries to like shave away. But Lucci's too fast, gets him with the finger pistol. It's like CP9 doesn't need you. If you don't have all six powers, you're nothing. Which, again, I feel like this is kind of just like jealousy from Lucci that there was someone else who got picked up while they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sanji and Frankie very disgusted by this. And like Lucci turns to Sanji and he's like, uh, from how you open doors, you don't seem very patient. And Sanji agrees. Yeah. My parents raised me wrong, which is kind of like the first time we've heard about Sanji's parents, considering like, as far as we know, he grew up on a pirate ship. Uh, yeah. At least since, you know, he was a child, but remember he was on a, like a other ship before it got, attacked by pirates and then got stranded with uh zeph so there's life pre that yeah that we have no idea about at this current time so 
his parents yeah. raised him wrong which who good ooh, detail yeah. i'm so glad he caught just, it i'm so glad he pointed it out yeah it's just some just a little just a little tick note to make um anyway uh Lucci says they shouldn't bother saving robin and that the world would be better off uh without with her dead and sandra tries to kick Lucci, but like you know he iron body blocks it is it continuing to describe how they're going to torture Robin for everything she knows and then kill her, which at that moment, Robin walks in with Soge King and we see Corgi bleeding on the car one floor. <laughs> and uh, Frankie, since it's his first time seeing her remarks, uh, yeah, she does look a bit like the poster. Uh, and, and weirdly, uh, Sanji yells off Usopp. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Robin throws Soge King down the aisle like a bowling ball and Sanji yells out Usopp. Which is weird because it's Soge King getting thrown. Yeah, yeah, it's Soge King. How how could they confuse him? Yeah, and Robin's like, you you don't seem to understand, even if I spell it out, unless I spell it out for you. And Lucci and his bird, importantly, and the bird both start doing an evil laugh. <laughs> the bird is the bird confirmed evil. Of course, they're a bird. Birds are evil. Bird pranks. We we know this. <laughs> yeah, birds are evil universally, except for except for Gamfor's bird. But it 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 in a it ate a horse fruit, so that's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. It balanced it out. It uh neutralized the evil of the bird. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Soge <laughs> King tells like Frankie, cut car three loose, we're leaving. And like smoke star. And he, he grabs Robin and starts running. And and then here we are. The start of chapter three seventy-four. The last chapter of this reading. Where for, for two pages, we cut back to the straw hats. Just two pages. And all those two pages are, are Yokozuna showing up. <laughs> Yokozuna! Our boy! <laughs> he was there! He was there in the beginning! Why, why did he stop CP9's train? Yeah, no, he's trying to stop the rocket train and not the CP9 train. Uh, anyway. <laughs> why are we... Like, we could we could have been through this so much faster if we cut out all the bullshit. <laughs> anyway, back on... And then immediately, meanwhile, back on Puffing Tom, Califa's Thorn Whip has grabbed the detached car three and, like, holding it onto the main train. And Bluto, like, pulls on the whip cords to pull, like, the car back to... Back to the, the car, the main train. So, uh, uh, Lucci reminds the other members, okay, remember the deal, we don't kill any of the Straw Hats. So, uh, Sanji tries to hit Bluno, Iron Body. But... His blows are enough to make Bluno wobble, which is ooh very important. Robin hits uh, Soge King with a new attack that isn't pelling, but like is a similar full body grab effect. And again, not sure why uh, Sanji calls out for Usopp because uh, it's Soge King getting attacked. Uh, there will there will be three there will be three callouts for Usopp. Uh, it's like when Luffy called uh, Kaku Usopp. Like, come on, Sanji, come on, Sanji, be better. Is is One Piece World racist? Like everyone with a long nose is just Usopp. Everyone, everyone with a long nose is just Usopp, which is weird. How does everyone know Usopp? I mean, they kept yeah, they kept confusing Kaku with Usopp. They're confu confusing Soge King with Usopp. Like this is just racist. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Frankie busts Car Three back down along the track. You know, like freeing it again leaving Robin, Soge King, and Sanji in car three, and him with CP9 in car two. Uh, and Lucy asks, like, why is Frankie helping them? And he says he can't, he just can't stand to watch them, you know. Some teams can never get back together, even if they want. So uh, he yells back, he's got a super plan, 
don't worry about him. Just meet back up with the other straw hats. So uh, Robin continues to protest and Sanji yells like they we know why you're doing this. We'll find a way to deal with the buster call when Bluto appears behind Sanji like, yeah, no, it's the buster call. That's the problem. <laughs> and he Tempest kicks Sanji back in a blood spray. And uh, uh, for how Bluto got there, Lucci, who will never pass up an opportunity for exposition, explains to Frankie that the door door fruit can make doors in air. So there's this door floating in the air in car two and a door floating in the air in car three. And we're going to completely ignore that these should not be stationary within the train cars as the train cars move. They're moving with with the train cars like the the air is moving with the train as fast as the train. It's inside the train. So the air would move with the train. But it's open to the air. No, like it should fall back. Nah. Like, no, <laughs> no, this is bullshit. This is absolutely look, bullshit. Look, look, it's just like lightning shaping metal. Uh, it just works. OK, like Todd Howard would say. It just works. It, it just fucking works. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like King Crimson. It just fucking works. It just fucking works. But that makes Bluto's power kind of fucking sick, though. Oh, yeah. He's got he's got the ultimate teleports behind you, including shave. So, yeah, uh, Bluto finger pistols Sonya King and grabs Robin and like Robin, like pull like how pulls his hand off. He's like, I have no intention to run away. And he releases her and they both start to walk through the air door and Sonya King calls out, like, it's all right, Robin. You're still I know you're still hiding something, but pirates can't leave their crew without their captain's permission. So have faith in Luffy. Have faith in Luffy. And Bluto, like, side eyes this and kicks Sonya King. And he's like, there's no way Robin will break their agreement. And he reveals Robin's sad childhood was from a buster called made on the island she was living on. She was the only survivor. So, yeah, like this is like her nightmare is a is a buster call because she witnessed it growing up that that is like people do not survive it. So uh, car three like drifts back along the crack on along the track with uh, Sanji and Soge King in it, while uh, the other two cars with CP9, Robin, Frankie, uh, they approach the nightless island. Ein's lobby, the nightless island. Ooh, that's a title that's a title i wonder what it means there's like this like break in the clouds like a big ray of light coming down so maybe that relate maybe that relates to it maybe maybe that yeah. relates to it but yeah that is the end of our reading <laughs> and uh. i guess technically the end of i of water seven i don't know i i kind of feel like i Having read this a bit, I kind of agree with other people that like the leaving Water 7 can be should be considered like the end of Water 7. Yeah, like once they're on the train and like once they leave Water 7 proper, like everyone's on a train. Yeah, Yeah, I I think I think I I personally would consider that the end of Water 7. But I'll I'll see how I feel about separating them at all once we get to Ein's Lobby, because like we, we still haven't like stepped foot on Ein's Lobby yet. That's true. We haven't. We haven't even seen this uh, nightless city or this nightless island. I don't know why I said city. It's not a city. Yeah, the city that never sleeps is like what, like New York or Vegas? I can't remember. Which. Uh, probably both. I think New York is the city that never sleeps. Yeah, the Big Apple. Yeah, just big city. Yeah, big city. But it's probably not a big city, though. No, 
It's Ayn's lobby. It's a lobby. It's, I, it's a lobby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Da, 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 da. Are we not going to get ourselves a snack? <laughs> I mean, I am. I'm. I'm probably going to go get some now i want some popcorn god damn it get some popcorn but what are your thoughts on these chapters i i liked them a lot um even discounting like how kind of the the captain t-bone fight was a little anticlimactic it's just like zolo zolo swords harder it's it's over in a in a single move in a chapter but i guess it also is good to show zolo's growth and strength to just have this random guy job to him just just to show like because i mean zolo's coming off of not doing too hot recently yeah so i i guess it's fine for him to have that yeah we had enough fights with nero and uh snot cook yeah like the ones fight w- was pretty good it's not it, it's kind of a, a stomp by sanji but like it shows like some creativity from him and it's it's the first solo Sanji fight we've had since Bon Clay. Yeah. It's also twice as long as Bon Clay. Oh Clay's. yeah. And like the Bon Clay fight was good and like I liked this. It it's Sanji's I think it's only his third solo fight. You know, 300 chapters later, we've only had three Sanji solo fights. All of them are good. I mean, the really I feel like the first fight I liked in One Piece, I think was actually Gin versus Sanji. Yeah, I I think like that was the first fight you were like this was a good fight. I think that was the first time in in the series up to uh, uh that point in our reading. Yeah, cuz the others are just like, you know, main character stomps and we we definitely wouldn't say that the Krieg fight was good. I mean, I guess I guess Mihawk Zolo. I I wouldn't say that's a fight. I would say that's a moment. That's an experience we yeah. needed. <laughs> <laughs> that's how a fight it's an experience <laughs> i mean it changed your experience of one piece you're like fuck okay i'm here for it i know mihawk i'm down <laughs> imagine if all those years ago if if a decade ago i had just watched for one more episode to see mihawk just imagine where i would be just now. imagine this show wouldn't exist but a different one would have taken its place yeah our uh our uh Oh shit, we don't have a fan cast for this one yet. Um we didn't make a we didn't make a whole fan cast joke this episode. <laughs> no, um, don't worry. That that was in our Pop Tart fan cast earlier. Yeah, our Pop Tart fan cast from the cold open. Um now we're committed. <laughs> now <laughs> we're giving it to the pit. Ten minutes of Pop Tart discussion, cold open. Let's go. Um I but it's also like Frankie vs. Nero, I liked better than I expected. And I don't know. I'm still kind of waiting on Soge King, though. I'm liking what we're doing character wise with Usopp. Uh, I, I was just gonna say, I, I know Soge King's Usopp. <gasps> all right, we all we all know we all know Bruce Wayne is Batman. Okay, spoilers. We, we all know Clark Kent is Superman. <laughs> what? Um, Next, you're going to tell me who the know, Flash is. Some people know Barry Allen is the Flash, but Lex Luthor doesn't. <laughs> Lex Luthor does not. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Barry Allen was not the Flash in the Justice League. Was it Wally West? It was Wally West. <laughs> Lex Luthor still doesn't know who yeah, he no is. No one knows who Wally West is. <laughs> I think that was that's just like one of the best moments from Justice League is when Flash <laughs> and Luthor switch bodies. And he's like, I'll finally be able to figure out who the Flash is. Takes off the mask. I have no idea who this is. 
It's so funny. But no, um, I, it's it, again, like we know Soge King is Usopp and him. It's like he's trying to impart like his lessons, like he leaving the straw hats was something he regrets, but something he had to do for his own growth. And he's trying to impart on Robin that she doesn't need to leave the straw hats, that she is that she's not putting enough faith in her crew. And he knows he has seen firsthand that the crew will stop at nothing and that this what she's doing is frankly selfish and misguided because that is your captain. You need to follow your captain. Yeah. And that you can't, as Usopp also said, you can't leave without your captain's permission. Like the only reason yeah. Usopp uh, had to become Soge King, had to become their true self, uh, is because they got the permission by fucking being, by getting wrecked in a fight. But still, they didn't just leave without Luffy being like, okay, go, go fuck yourself. Well, except, which again, know. like. <laughs> Soge King did more uh, like Usopp did more damage than Edel did to, to Luffy. Like, let's not forget that. While Usopp was like fucking already battered and fucking broken. Like Usopp was not a hundred percent. Oh yeah, he'd had a very bad day. He had a really bad day. He lost Mary. Chopper was like, yeah, Chopper is like, I need to give him medical assistance before the fight. And Usopp still shows up. Uh man, that's just like hype moments. Usopp Luffy is hype moment. It's it's such a good moment. It's it's such a good fucking fight. We we talked about it. We talked about it. And we yeah. will talk about it more uh, as the series goes on because we'll always think back to fucking Usopp v Luffy. Because I truly believe that if Usopp had time, they could beat Luffy. I already proved like he can get close. He can get pretty close. If only the uh, the Whiskey Peak Zolo Luffy fight hadn't been so shit. <laughs> god that was a shit fight uh speaking of uh we see um uh our friends from whiskey from whiskey peak uh mr five and whatever the uh whatever his partner's name was i forget if she's like miss like saturday or miss monday or something uh i oh yeah the one with the kilo kilo fruit yeah yeah i forget which one and also miss wednesday is there yeah and miss wednesday is there uh no miss golden week that's it, Miss Golden Week. I don't know why I said Miss Wednesday. Yeah, I think I Wednesday said Miss Wednesday Vivi. earlier when I also meant Miss Golden Week, the one who paints. Yeah, uh, go, yeah, go, go, We our our chapter covers are uh, Golden Week and the and Mister Five and the other one, uh, like trying to like you know go go on an adventure, and we'll we'll talk more about it when it finishes. Yeah, but we get a few of our favorite characters. We get to see. You know, uh, Hina, the the military, uh, the Marine who conscripted uh, Django and uh, I, full iron body. Yeah, full metal iron body. <laughs> and we, importantly, we do get the the tidbit. Not only is Mr. Three still on the run, but our boy, our boy, speaking of Bon Clay, our boy. he escaped he is, from prison. He escaped from prison. He's there because how the hell do you keep him? He's got the clone food. It's it's so good. Bon Clay, they're free. Uh, so that's that's one thing I, I definitely want to point out is as soon as we know that Bon Clay is free, we're letting everyone know Bon Clay is free. I don't know. I I like how we're still we we're able to get through the train without having to fight CP9. 
Like we still had action on the train. We got cool, fun train adventure. Um, I am all about trains. So it was like a fun train heist that went wrong for those who heisting. Yeah. Like I'm all about train heist. I'm all about train anything. So like I'm I'm happy that we had this. Um, I thought Puffing Tom was going to be kind of just like ignored or just be like a transportation advice. The fact that we got a full like dungeon thing going on, like train car dungeon run. Like a like a Zelda spirit tracks, if you will. Yeah. Except I don't think in spirit tracks you explore the train. You just travel on a train. No, you you are the train. You are the train. You are the train, John. <laughs> uh, and then John was a zombie. Like Robin's getting the bit about Robin's backstory being the buster call, I think also helps us put it in perspective. That like we already had kind of the idea of they were they were name dropping titles of dudes. And while that is a little bit of enough to get us somewhere, the fact that it's like, no, like Robin, it isn't just that Robin's afraid of the titles. She has seen a Buster Call take away everything important to her. And that's why she's trying to avoid it happening again. Yeah, which I'm so excited to get to Tragic Robin backstory in full and proper. Is it going to happen? Like full, full, uh, the black flashback page robin backstory we have to right like every straw hat gets gets their flashback gets their tragic backstory told yeah just like frankie yeah uh, frank we got frankie's real fast <laughs> yeah i mean the second the second he starts having his sad backstory we know he's a member of the crew now yeah, yeah but currently robin's not a member of the crew she technically invited herself on the ship uh now we're seeing that uh, no like no luffy, they're being luffy recruited. called her a crewmate yeah yeah but no, no luffy called her a crewmate and you're not allowed to leave without your captain's permission. And yeah, because everybody it's just else like, believed uh, it, but Robin, Robin clearly doesn't believe it. Because I don't think she's ever said any of the crew's names, like at all. No. She he, she gives them Long like their nose. nickname. Yeah, but they're not. She's never yeah. called Usopp Usopp or Luffy Luffy. She keeps calling him Straw Hat. Uh, they keep calling Nami Navigator. They keep calling Zoro Swordsman. They call Sanji Cook. Yeah. It helps her not get attached. Hey, maybe maybe they actually use this Chopper's name because you can't really disrespect Chopper. <laughs> yeah, not Tony Tony Chopper. Um, I, I actually that's a really good parallel, though, is we have Sanji on the train going after her. Who's someone that Luffy did that to earlier? Yeah, that same whole you're a crewmate, you're a crewmate. Uh, and they're like, no, nah, I'm not and like, no, you're a crewmate, yep, you're a crewmate. You got to believe it. We're kidnapping you like you don't get a choice. Yep. You're 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 on the straw hat crew. You, you're kidnapped. Everything comes back to Barati. Wait, wait. So that means Vivi isn't a crewmate because Luffy didn't steal them. They didn't kidnap them. Damn it. You've been right this whole time. Well, I mean, he didn't kidnap Usopp either. I mean, I don't I think they would have if Usopp didn't, you know, agree to, to relinquish their own captain uh, seat from their own crew. Remember, because Usopp left a whole crew, a crew of 800,000 or whatever. 8,000 men and like six toddlers <laughs> and like six fucking toddlers who <laughs> boy howdy they are traumatized for life they witnessed Django. yeah unchained <laughs> god damn it uh yeah i'm kind of excited to see what ein's lobby actually looks like um it's also funny because the only reason i know it's pronounced ein's lobby because it looks E-N-I-E-S in the Viz translation, like Ennie's Lobby. 
but I, I've just always heard people say Ein's lobby this, Ein's lobby that. Yeah, it is. It, it's it, you, the the way you thought it was pronounced is actually how it's pronounced. But we all call it Ein's lobby. Wait, it's it's supposed to be Eni's lobby. Yeah, Eni's lobby. Eni's lobby. Then why does everyone say Ein's lobby? Because even people because I know who Ein's aren't lobby you. feels better to say than Enis lobbies feels too many. Like it feels too much. I'm I'm gonna start calling it Eni's lobby then. You're going to get weird looks and people will argue with you. It's Eni's lobby now. It's Ein's lobby, baby. I mean, we had we have the whole Enel, uh, Enel, Enaru thing. Like the manga says, Enaru, says Enaru, but people keep saying Enel. Yeah, yeah, because like, it's Enel, Enaru, Enaru, Enel. Like that's their like that's their their name. <laughs> we we just call them Enel. But uh, oh, like a Tony Tony type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like Tony Tony. Yeah, instead of saying Tony Tony, we, we call it Chopper Chopper. Or just Tony. Or just, <laughs> Man, how weird would he just call him Tony? <laughs> Here's our doctor, Tony. Everyone would hate, like, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, my favorite straw hat is Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Let's, please, please, no. We can't talk about dr tony like that oh remember dr tony fighting uh gidatsu <laughs> God, uh, people would remember be like- dr tony and usopp fighting um <laughs> miss merry christmas and number four and the fucking dog gun lasu um lasu i hate it i hate this so much please i want out i want out it's like the pop tart all over again no, we're crashing this train with no survivors. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're going to be how, on the train. How are the trains still on track? How is this train still on track um, at all? It was just like, you know, built by a really good uh, shipwright. It, I, I feel like sure. the wheels grip. I feel like they grip. Yeah, it's, well, they're paddle. The wheels are paddles, he said, that that uh, hit like the, the bars. It's like floating pontoon bars and it, like it hits the, the paddles with if i remember right the explanation yeah something like that it's um it's weird it's silly and it shouldn't work but this is one piece it just works it just works. it's one piece you can snort ramen out of your nose and it's iron now (laughs) yeah it's the next power of booger man from the sega saturn oh that was Sega genesis it's look there there was at no point any implication that there was snot in the ramen so how dare you disrespect Ron? there's no way there's no way there is not mucus how else does it get there's moist? not mucus how does it get moist because it was in his mouth yeah he's only eating flour he what is the it. egg aspect of the flour to make it ramen what's the egg substitute his fucking snot that's how good of a chef he is gross he is that good of a chef it's like all it's just all egg whites but it's not, I hate it. I hate Ooh, this. No, no. That's what you get. Tony, oh, Doctor no. Tony would agree with me. <laughs> Doctor Tony, Doctor Tony recommends not would, ingesting would, would any. This. Chopper would be like, "You're wrong." But Doctor Tony, yeah, Doctor Doctor Tony recommends eating it as a healthy source of iron. <laughs> Tony, Tony Chopper says, "Do not eat that. It's poison." It, I don't know though. Like this could be a poisoned mushroom situation all over again. Oh God, no! Please. Um, do you have anything else, or can I give you the next set of chapters so we can fucking leave this cursed episode? <laughs> <laughs> give me the next chapters, please. 
already. Uh, the, we're we're done with this. We're done. We're getting we're getting to Ein's lobby, uh, but we're going to be on the train for for a little bit longer. Wait, Jesus Christ! We're not off the train not yet. Uh, only a handful more chapters, but like we're getting off the train soon. Like. As long as we're like off the train in the next yeah, yeah. reading, in this reading we're, we're getting off the train. This is why I okay. kind of agree that this is the end of Water Seven. I think getting off the train, getting onto Ein's lobby, is the true start of Ein's lobby because it feels like a chapter has closed. The attempt to rescue Robin has failed, uh, and now we are left with with only most of the straw hats frankie frankie's with with robin right he got captured he's on the other part of the train he was on the other side of the door but i'm excited for us to get to ein's lobby proper meet some new friends and see how uh soga king uh becomes leader comes the new captain so chapters 375 to 380 375 to 385 385 all right and uh so king can't be the new captain well i guess there is a vacant captain spot left over by usopp that so king could take yeah yeah remember usopp was second captain uh <laughs> yeah so 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 king can be can be second captain now yeah so king can join the straw hats proper uh usopp who again <laughs> yeah usopp who we we also get king simps now <laughs> uh but i'm excited i don't know i'm i'm still not feeling i'm, I'm waiting to see what happens with so king because it i feel like he hasn't quite gotten there like again like cool character moments but where's the redemption yeah, yeah just wait wait for the redemption i th- like when we get to it i'm also going to show you the 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 uh episode that it takes place in as well like that that scene that we'll get we'll see an anime same with a few like there's a few scenes we're gonna watch the anime for as well so all right just like with the songs um because these are good moments that are worth watching but once again, for our listeners, 375 to 385, 375, 385 will be our reading where, man, I can't wait for this, Matt, because we get some lore drop. We get meta lore. 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 Plot, 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 plot. Um, but I'm very excited. I can't wait for us to get to um, all what has been promised in Water 7 to pay off because we, we have a lot of promises to get through. We got Robin promises. We got like Soge King Usopp promises. Like we got, got Frankie. We got, we got Frankie promises, which like you know, Frankie obviously joined crew. But I mean, we do need a carpenter. We do need a carpenter. We need a shipwright. We need a proper. Although, one. well, actually, do we need one? We don't have a ship anymore. Uh, Frankie can probably build a ship, right? Their ship, right? Yeah, we we don't need anyone. They can build yeah, us the probably. Battle Frankie, uh, whatever number he's at. Is it is it Battle Frankie a thousand? Ah, eh, no thousand, eh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, we with as since we uh since we aren't on the ship, we will once again choo choo off into the distance. Let's go. Let's choo 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 get out of here. One strawberry is the wrong one. Why why fucking strawberry over blueberry? pop tarts that's insane red is bad but like wild wildberry goes in its own category because we, we well, can't yeah, really yeah. wildberry is just like but the best one that you can't but the strawberry over blueberry really you know what you know what i wouldn't turn down a strawberry okay you're right you know what strawberry strawberry classic you're right matt how, how could i how could i doubt you